Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Four seconds to play in the game. Down a field goal, desperation time. Jefferson back to throw. He's going to hurl it, heave it as far as he can. Down deep in LSU territory. The pass is incomplete. Intercepted, as a matter of fact. And LSU has won the football game. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go in the shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay, like too for the analyst. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's been a great Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. We're going to have Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 joining us here in just a little bit. Recap the football weekend for college and NFL in just a second. Uh, Let's see if we can squeeze uh, Stephen and Litterock in, though, before we go to Chris. What is up, Stephen? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. Doing great, man. Hey, look here. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to do a whole lot of complaining. Because, uh, uh, I, I, I really do believe that we won the game at LSU on the field simply because when we was on the one-yard line and we moved, all you had to do was fall into the end zone. Uh, that same time last last week, we got on one yard. We could have fell into the end zone or went, went for a first down. And you, you had the quarterback wave five yards behind us. Then you want to call a play uh, for the running back. He got tackled behind the line of scrimmage. This, these are offensive line uh, issues. And, and Pittman say he's an offensive line guy. Okay, I'm not going. I'm saying everybody else. The defense got low down trying to play uh, up to uh, 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 who they was not able to do. Then the offense put them in there situation. If we had won, if we had scored a, that touchdown and still scored, we scored two. We would have scored two touchdowns in the first half and two field goals. We would have won the game by four points. So, do the math, and I I, I want you to understand, Pittman is, I think, a highly of Pittman. I'm not going to throw him up on the bus because I still think he's learning. But some excuses are not, uh, the same thing is not acceptable. He's got to learn. uh, I'm not not getting paid big money. I know what you need to do. Why come he can't see that? He's on the field. He's coach. So basically, I'm going to get off the phone and I'm going to listen to you guys. Please give me something to help me rest and sleep tonight. All right. Well, we appreciate you calling in, Stephen. Appreciate you listening. No, I, I think you, you're, you're spot on. Like It's like you can't keep having the same things and the same mistakes happen and expecting different results. It's the definition of insanity. Uh, but I do believe that it, it gives back to what we talked about where it's, they're fixable issues, but you have to fix them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you can't let them keep happening. There's something you can fix right now. Fix this week. And if you do that, you, you win the games. Like, if Arkansas wasn't beating themselves up, and I'm not trying to discredit the other teams, but it's like, you know, they don't beat themselves with penalties and bad plays and bad calls and all this stuff. It's like, they, they could be undefeated right now, but they're not. They're 2-2. Two and two. So, it, it it's irrelevant as far as 
how it looks or how it needs to be. I don't want to hear any more about it. I just want to see it fixed, and then you win. That's what it comes down to, just winning. I don't care about that. That's all they can do is they can't let the last couple of games hamper. They have to worry about what's ahead of them in the next game. Yeah. they got to move forward. It's like we're moving forward here on Out of Bounds as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Chris Gordy of Sports Talk 790 and the Locked On SEC Podcast, friend of the show, covers all things when it comes to the sport of football. And Chris, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good, guys. Yeah, I was uh, I was in Baton Rouge over the weekend. Got the uh, got to see that one play out firsthand, and you know, who knew Arkansas and LSU in a close three point game. Uh, that's how these things have gone the last couple of years. Yeah, it was a crazy one. Hey, speaking of, since you went down there, what was it? Was the atmosphere incredible? Because like, I, I was watching on TV, obviously. And uh, what was the vibe, the atmosphere, the the weather? Like, what what was the whole thing like being down there? Uh, it was cool. I, I met up with some uh, folks, what was that, Friday night in uh, uh, downtown Baton Rouge, and a ton of Arkansas fans made the trip, uh, you know, at least everywhere you walked around downtown and different bars and stuff. It's, there's these weird connections. Like, I was talking with a, a, a group of Hogs fans that were there, and there was, like, a group of guys, like, there was a guy who was from Baton Rouge but went to Arkansas and lives back there now. It was a guy from Arkansas who moved to Baton Rouge for a job, and he's been there for five years, but he still works for Arkansas. It's just there are always like weird connections with people that have like ties to both Louisiana or Arkansas, but were rooting for Arkansas. So uh, that was kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, there were there were a lot of uh, hog faithful who made the trip, and uh, you know, once once we got in the the game, it was it was hot as hell all day long. I mean, if you were out tailgate, you were sweating. And uh, luckily, about 20 minutes after kickoff, the sun kind of settled in, and uh, and it settled down from there. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was packed. I think they announced 99,000 fans in attendance, and it got loud. And, and that's why Arkansas, you know, we, we talked about the penalties last week, but, you know, the, the, the penalties were very – a lot of them were self-induced again. And the false starts, I think, you tr- attribute to the Tiger Stadium crowd and, and just movement up front and, you know – Fortunately for Arkansas, it didn't seem to hurt him. It was like second and 18, and KJ still would find a way to convert the down and keep the drive alive. So, um, yeah, but it was it was a it was a great environment. And honestly, look, if you take fandom out of it, it was just a great football game. I mean, a back and forth, um, you know, I, I score, you answer, kind of thing, and, and went down to to the last minute. So, you know, just from that standpoint, it was it was a classic SEC game. It's just unfortunately for Arkansas when you really needed. Uh, wanted to get that bad taste out of your mouth from BYU, um, you know, another loss stings. But I, I talked with, I saw David Basil up there, and, and he even said, like, you know, he's like, look, I was impressed. I was happy with what I saw. It sucks they lost, but if you're a Hawks fan, you had to be encouraged with what you saw because they didn't hang their heads after the BYU loss. They went out there and played their butts off. One of the big stories going into this game was two quarterbacks and how good they are. Jaden Daniels, K.J. Jefferson, how would you – assess the quarterback play from this game that kind of went back and forth and had some really explosive offensive plays? Well, I've said all year, I think that LSU, this is a team built around their offense. And I've said if LSU wants to get where they want to go, it's going to be with their offense. Averaging 30-plus points a game, that's what they're going to, it's going to take. Like, if they want to go to Tuscaloosa in a few weeks and beat Alabama, you got to go score. Um, you know, I expect more of the same this week at Ole Miss. I think it's going to be a school set. Last one with the ball wins. Uh, but it's amazing what Jaden Daniels has done. Like, early in the, that game on Saturday, he was off. I mean, they were, there were passes being thrown at guys' feet. Uh, the interception was, was just a bad read. It was a great play by Dwight McLaughlin. But uh, after that, he settled down. And you guys saw it. I mean, consecutive touchdown, touchdown, touchdown drives. Uh, LSU score on every possession in the second half. Uh, every every uh, every possession in the second half resulted in a touchdown, except for the last one, which was the game-winning field goal. So, uh, very impressive LSU's offense. They lead the SEC in total, pa- you know, passing yards, uh, total yards. Uh, Jaden leads the SEC in, in passing. Um, you know, he's I think he's 16th in rushing in the SEC. So, very impressive with LSU's offense, and that's going to be their bread and butter. Uh, for KJ, I thought it was a nice game for him. I mean, uh, those big plays to, to Luke Haas, I think are very encouraging. That guy's going to be a, a stud for the next years, you know, a couple years to come. Crazy, he's a true freshman, but um, 
Yeah, I was a little bit disappointed in, in Arkansas's defense, though. I thought, uh, you know, I thought with the guys they got up front, I thought this would be a game where, you know, they'd be able to contain Jaden a little bit, get some sacks. Um, but they just, they just couldn't get off the field in that second half. And so, uh, but KJ definitely impressed me. Uh, you know, the, if we're being real, the Western Carolina game, the Kent State game, it was clunky. The offense just didn't feel good. And part of it has been Rocket being out and, and Maybe the run game decent, but not you know overwhelming. I thought that was uh, that was one of KJ's better games I've, I've seen him play. And again, the turnovers, it, it, you got to fix that. But just keeping your team in a game and, and, and coming down to the wire, I was really impressed. And um, and, and I expect them to keep playing with that effort. Uh, you're facing a, an A and M team this week with a backup quarterback. Max Johnson is is good. He looked good in the, in the second half against Auburn. But this is a game if I'm Arkansas, I. Expect to win because um, if KJ plays like that this week, they, they should. Win. Well, speaking of another game in the SEC, I know everyone was looking forward to this past weekend. Alabama and Ole Miss. Now Alabama ended up winning twenty-four to ten. But is there anything really you can take from that game? Because I looked at, it, I was like, man, this Alabama offense looks terrible. But also their defense is really good. But they did enough to win. Just uh, what do you, what did you make of that matchup itself? And did you really come away from it learning anything more about Alabama or more about Ole Miss? Well, Saban just he's got Kiffin's number. I mean, the the offense that Lane runs against all these other teams that works against Nick Saban, they they just they know how to scheme against it, know how to slow it down. And uh, you know, I just thought that the key was I want to say Ole Miss was like three of fourteen on third down. That was the key to the game. I mean, that they couldn't keep drives alive. Uh, The awful interception from Jackson Dart when they were driving. I mean, that just was a terrible throw that I know he'd like to have back. On the flip side, Alabama's offense did just enough. You know, Jalen Milrow, another pick, but, you know, if he stays within himself, uses his legs, Alabama can win some games with that, but I just, they, they still got major questions moving forward offensively, but a huge step forward defensively for Alabama after the, the game against Texas where they got beat constantly. This was, this was a game that, you know, if Ole Miss had time to throw the football, they, they could have moved it down the field, but they didn't. Um, Alabama got after it. Dallas Turner had a couple sacks, and that looked more like the Alabama defense that we were expecting coming into this year. So it, 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 it certainly is a nice win for Alabama, but I don't know if it solves all their problems moving forward. In other words, I've, I've read a couple articles today. Bama's back. They're going to run the table. Like, let's pump the brakes on that. Bama's still got a lot of problems, a lot of inconsistencies, particularly on offense, but certainly celebrate the win. Uh, and now how does Blaine Kemp and Ole Miss respond? Because we saw them do this a year ago. It was fool's goal. They started the season off 6-0, 7-0. They blow a halftime lead to LSU. They lose that game of that Rouge. And then suddenly it was lost, 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 and it started to mount up. Uh, I'll be curious to see how Ole Miss responds this week with LSU coming in. Because if they lose this one, man, it feels like uh, those folks in Oxford will start getting restless then. You know, I've said it since he's been there. I don't think Lane Kiffin will ever win a championship at Ole Miss. I, just, I think there's a ceiling there, um, and we'll see if he gets a wandering eye again, if he thinks about maybe moving on to somewhere else. Chris, let's take a look back at a versus Auburn, and then your thoughts, your early thoughts on Arkansas and a having to be playing each other next. Yeah, Arkansas's defense is really, really good. Uh, people overreacted to what Miami did to them. What was it, 48 points? But outside of that, their other three games they've allowed, I think, three points, ten points, three points, something like that. Um, look, Hugh Freeze does not have the, the, the weapons that he needs. Peyton Thorne has been a big dud. The Michigan State transfer coming in, he has not been good. But to, to hold a, a Hugh Freeze offense down like that was, was pretty damn impressive. And so, look, the Aggies, they got four- and five-star guys all over that defense. They just haven't used them right. And we saw that in the Miami game. They just they were out of position. They gave up huge plays. That looked more like what A&M was supposed to be uh, this past weekend against Auburn. So, again, that's why I say, like, if KJ comes in and, and, and Arkansas is able to run the football and, uh, and KJ is completing throws down the field and falling forward and hard to tackle, um, Arkansas has got a chance. But, yeah, this, this defensive front for A&M is much better than maybe – Maybe some folks were giving them credit for. So it was a nice win, you know, at home against Auburn. I, I kind of predicted it last week. It was trending towards Auburn is is not there yet. They kind of felt like the Aggies were gonna were gonna roll them, and they did. But 
you know, still it was a close game at halftime. I mean, it, it took him in the second half to finally wake up. And Max Johnson was kind of like a shot in the arm. Connor Wegman didn't do a whole lot in the first half. And Max Johnson came in and just let it fly. And they completed some big passes. He threw a couple touchdowns. So, you know, he, he can run the offense. It's Bobby Petrino. It's a very quarterback-friendly offense. But, um, again, I, I think, you know, it does behoove the, the Hogs, you know, saying, look, as good as Connor Wegman was the first few weeks, if you gave him the option, would you rather go up against a backup quarterback? Sure, let's let's take our chances against Max Johnson. So that's, that's why I say this is a big game for both sides. For A&M, their hopes are still that they can – uh, win it, win the SEC West title and get to Atlanta. And for Arkansas, it's, it's we need to stop the bleeding. We got to stop this this losing streak because, as you guys know, with Ole Miss on the horizon, I mean, this could be three losses, four losses in a row before you know it. So, a big, big game. But my early, just kind of looking at it, I would lean, uh, I would lean pick them right here. But, but I, I think Arkansas's got a chance if they if they play their game. How does that change for A&M, depending on what quarterback takes the field, if it is Connor Wegman or Max Johnson? Yeah, I mean, it, it changes things. Wegman was, was off to an incredible start. I mean, they've got weapons everywhere. Evan Stewart, uh, Noah, I think it's Noah Thomas. I mean, they've they got tons of different weapons. Like Anaya Smith, obviously, uh, him being back and being healthy. And then the running backs. They've got Amari Daniels. They've got all these little pieces that they're going to throw at you. And these are all highly touted recruits. Um, you know, four or five star recruits that can at any moment play like a four or five star recruit. So it's it's going to be a challenge. But yeah, again, I think it plays in Arkansas' favor a little bit because Max Johnson is a backup quarterback. He, he has had a chance to win this starting job the last couple of years, and um, you know, for for different reasons, he's found himself as the backup. And so, uh, yeah, this 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 plays in Arkansas' favor, but. He can still execute the offense, so you know is that that's going to be the tough part. Is weapons everywhere? I, I think this is where a pass rush. Arkansas got to you know. I, I would find ways to blitz, put some pressure on Max, and make him have to throw the ball before he wants to. Speaking with Chris Gordy of Sports Talk Seven Ninety down in Houston, and of the Locked On SEC podcast here on Out of Bounds. So Gordy, I do want to shift a little bit since uh, it is uh, a great weekend for the NFL and you know, the Houston Texans. Well, with their new quarterback, C.J. Stroud, nice little victory there over the weekend. Just uh, how are people feeling down there in Houston and knowing that uh, you know there's always this uncertainty about rookie quarterbacks, but Stroud is certainly looking the part so far. Yeah, they're excited. You know, it was kind of ironic on a week where Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young were both hurt and didn't play. Uh, C.J. Stroud was the only rookie to play, and, and he had his best game yet. So it's so weird because they've got tons of injuries on the offensive line. You know, Jacksonville was the pick of the AFC South. Everybody was expecting them to, you know, they just made that playoff run. The Trevor Lawrence and that crew, they're, they're going to make another playoff run this year, easily win the division. But um, I think D'Amico Ryan sent a big message. Uh, we have arrived, you know, we're, 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 we're not, we haven't arrived yet, but, like, we're coming. Basically, we're on the rise. We're building this thing up. Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud, all these great rookies, Tank Dell. And they all played phenomenal. So it was a very, very impressive performance from them and really put the foot on the gas pedal and said, we're going to stick it to Jacksonville yesterday. So an impressive win. You know, C.J. Stroud looking like, a, looking like a, a win as far as a high draft pick goes. You know, we always wonder who's going to be the bust of this draft. Uh, so far, at least what we saw the first two weeks, Bryce Young has not looked good. So uh, Anthony Richardson, when he has played, looked pretty decent. So... You know, C.J. Stroud's got a chance here to really separate himself and say, I'm the, I'm the stud quarterback of this rookie class. And um, it, it won't all be, met, be measured in wins and losses. I mean, they're going to lose some more games this year. And, you know, I, I think if they can improve their win total, maybe get to five, six wins, I think that'll be a good starting point for this team. But D'Amico's doing a great job, man. He's inspiring those guys, getting them ready to play. And, uh, hey, for fantasy owners, if Tank Dell's hanging out there, go scoop them up. That, that kid is looking like one of the steals of the middle round. Chris, you more impressed with the Dolphins or more disappointed with the Broncos in the 70 points that were put up? So I'm a Saints fan, and I've always been a big Sean Payton fan, but my God, that is <laughs> that is horrendous. I mean, uh, it is looking like, you know, all the, all the talk last year about uh, Nathaniel Hackett and he ruined Russell Wilson. No, Russell Wilson ruined himself, and he still ruined himself. He is, he's a bad quarterback. I don't know what, what happened to him. Uh, when I hear him talk at a podium, I just cringe now. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I don't know what happened there in Denver, but that's, that's a mess. 
Uh, Vance Joseph might as well just start packing his things now because I don't think he lasts to the, till the end of the year. And Sean Payton, for all the pride he has as a one-time Super Bowl winning coach, um, he is racking up loss after loss on his resume now and, and ruining his overall head coaching record. So that thing is a mess. But, yeah, how can you not be impressed with Miami? The, the Tyreek Hill with Tua, that, that marriage has just been phenomenal along with the, the head coach. Mike McDaniel, um, yeah, Miami is going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem in the NL, in the AFC East for a lot of folks. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with them in Buffalo and, uh, you know, New England. We'll see what they are. But, yeah, it's the, how can you not be impressed with, with Miami? And, uh, you know, it, it made me resonate my decision to bench Joe Burrow and start Tua yesterday. Fantasy. That was helpful. Well, for what you go, Gordy, I got a question for you. What do you think has been a bigger deal for the respective sport? Deion Sanders being in college football or Taylor Swift now being a part of the NFL? <laughs> it's it's amazing. The last 24 hours, T. Swift has taken the sports world by storm. I mean, my wife was literally up all last night watching every TikTok video she could find of Taylor Swift at the Chiefs game. So it, it's amazing. If you know a girl between the ages of 18 and 40, this is the biggest story in sports. Um, I still think Dion, like from a national perspective, still like still leads Sports Center, you know, every week, and it's still one of the big topics. And obviously, playing USC is the big one. But um, yeah, T Swift has got the nation's attention right now, no doubt. Yeah, it's, it's almost absurd, but it's not surprising because that's just the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> but hey, Gordy, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great week, man, and enjoy the football weekend. All right. Yeah, man, go Hogs. Bounce back. Get a win. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody's on board with that and hoping that's the case. That's Chris Gordy from Sports Talk 790 there in Houston in the Locked On SEC podcast. We will take commercial break. When we come back, we'll have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. And keep it moving here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capital Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go-to lunch spot. Center. Arkansas fell to LSU 34-31 Saturday night with the Tigers' game-winning drive lasting five minutes and leaving just five seconds left on the clock. After the game, Coach Sam Pittman talked about what he takes away from this game. There's a lot of positives. You, you believe you can win, win several games and things of that nature after a performance of tonight. We just got to clean up the penalties, like I said last week. But the effort has always been there this year. Arkansas will now turn their attention to Texas A&M in Arlington. Kickoff for that game is set for 11 a.m. The Dallas Cowboys fell to the Cardinals 28-16 to give Arizona their first win. The Cowboys committed 13 penalties in the game that set them back 107 yards. Next up for Dallas, they'll host the 1-2 New England Patriots. And there's a doubleheader on Monday Night Football again this week. First up, the Eagles will take on the Buccaneers on ABC at 6:15. Then the Rams will face the Bengals at 7:15 on ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Edgar Award-winning author and Arkansas native E.Y. Craner joins the zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. E.Y. Craner, Tuesday in the zone, brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com. Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 
Have you gone all summer long and you've had pain in your knees, your back, your hips, maybe even your shoulder? Well, why don't you try to get rid of that pain? Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I've been talking about QC Kinetics now for quite some time, and I've got friends, family members across the country that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it is changing their life. And the best part? No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. Think about that for a minute. And people are feeling like their self again with no pain. QC Kinetics doesn't just mask the pain. These treatments go to the very root of the problem using concentrated healing properties in your own body to go directly to those joints and restore and repair those damaged tissues. Listen, life is about motion, and QC Kinetics is giving people their lives back with these all-natural treatments. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation, 501-222-8440, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest-rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. If you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox On 103.7 The Buzz. Everybody, as it is getting closer to the end of the month of September, it's the 25th. I guess you're going to look at it. you're three months away from Christmas. Well, get your Christmas gift a little early with Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville because they are still doing for the month of September their above and beyond deal when it comes to leveling out the competition where they're canceling unwanted loans and leases with the loan and lease termination program only through Guadney Chevrolet. This is an opportunity for you to get out of that vehicle that you don't want. You never want to be in a place you don't want. You don't want to be in a house you don't want. You don't want to drive a car you don't want. You don't even be around people that you don't want to be around. Well, Guadney's helping you out, at least with the vehicle side of things, too. Because during this month of September, everyone will be approved. And Guadney Chevrolet, everyone knows, could, uh, could benefit from, uh, how about this, no car payments for the rest of the year. Say that everybody's going to sign up for that. And all offers are with approved credit. And on top of that, too, don't forget that they got the brand spanking new Chevy Silverados 2023s with 0% with approved credit on top of no car payments for the rest of the year, on top of the loan and lease termination program. That is a deal that is worth getting. And you don't want to miss out as the month of September is coming to a close. So get over there to Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. There's the reason why they're Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. You can find them at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville off the Gregory Street exit. No matter what it is, when it comes to your vehicle needs, check out Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Again, we'll have uh, your Razor Hog update presented by True Service here in just a little bit as uh, we've been having fun here on the show. And want to remind everybody that uh, we also have the, the Fall Golf Tournament for the Buzz coming up on October 10th, which will be here before you know. We already mentioned that the, uh, that the month of September is already coming to an end. And registration is open. So if you head over there to 1037thebuzz.com, you can register your team now. 
And it's all thanks to Tito's Handmade Vodka, Double B's, Michelob Ultra, Corky's, Sonic, Southern Floor Coating, and Cellular Data Solutions. So really appreciate them and looking forward to that. And also uh, a huge shout-out as we are going to be going down to Arlington. We do have platinum sponsors that we want to give a shout-out to, one of them being Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Coffin by Design West, as well as uh, Genesis of Conway, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, Blackman Auctions, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, and Arkansas Central, Arkansas Cadillac Dealers and Parker Cadillac. So really appreciate them all making it possible here on the buzz for us to go down there and give you the great coverage that's going to be happening. We're going to be live streaming video-wise down there from Boomer Jacks, not Jack Wagons, <laughs> Boomer Jacks. Uh, there on Friday, going to have the shows there. And, of course, the pre- and post-game show will be happening down in Arlington as well. So it should be a really, really great time. And speaking of which... You know, we did this uh, all the days last week, and yes, we are still doing it right now, and we'll make it some fun because we'll make it a part of the Razor Hog update because we're qualifying, for those of you who may not know, we're qualifying one person today, and someone is going to be able to be pulled from the hat and we have a chance to go to the Southwest Classic this weekend against Texas A&M, and it's a package for two people that we're going to be giving away that includes two tickets, a hotel room, two nights, and round-trip transportation, as well as 103 bucks and 70 cents. See what we did there? For you to have some fun on the trip itself. So this is not to win it. This is for a qualification. So let's go ahead and qualify right now. If you want to qualify for this trip, this package for the Southwest Classic Package, call right now and be the first caller at 501-661-1037. We'll make it really easy for you, 501-661-1037. And just to clarify, you can only qualify once, right? Just just one qualifier. He can't do multiple ones. No need to qualify more than once. Yeah. that's Somebody asked me that uh, thing on Friday. I was like, well, if you qualify once, I think you're good to go. Like It's not going to be a large pool, but that's what makes it fun. So first caller right here. We'll get you set up with that for the qualifier, and that giveaway will happen later this week. But there is a lot of things to get to with your Razor Hog updates, so let's dive into it. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds. Presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, Sam Pittman recaps the loss to LSU over the weekend. I felt like it was going to be a defensive game. Uh, I thought we could uh, change coverages enough to... And I thought we could get some pressure, which I felt like we did early in the first half. And then, you know, they, they did a really good job of blocking up our our rush. And he was on. And a lot of times he didn't have to be on because we, we weren't covering him very good. And uh, uh, that's going to happen every now and then. But it happened too many times for us to win tonight. But, I, yeah, I, I was a little surprised. And then... The way that we came back and, you know, we had some self-inflicted five-yard penalties, ten, five, twice, you know, and still to go down and score, um, that was really good resiliency for the line or for the offense, even though they made the mistakes that put us in that situation. But you can't watch the Hogs tonight and not be pleased with the effort and the fight that these kids had. Sam Pittman's not taking any moral victories, but there were some positives he could take from the game. I told the team after the game, you know, this is, we're in the SEC. It's a it's a hard league, and everybody's good, you know. But I think LSU is one of the elite teams of this league, and played toe to toe at night with them on the road. Now they may have played well, they may not have played. I don't know, you know. I don't know what Coach Kelly thinks of how they played, but we wanted to fight. We went in there fighting. And we just came up short. But there are some positives that you can take from it uh, that, you know, we scored 31 points on what I think is a good defense. You know, if you look last week against Mississippi State, they just weren't able to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, so there's a lot of positives. You, you believe you can win, win several games and things of that nature after a performance of tonight. We just got to clean up the penalties, like I said last week. But the effort has always been there this year. Uh, I thought we played a good half. 
on defense or a good almost a half on defense. And we got to get some things figured out defensively uh, because we, we didn't stop them in the second half. Some of you were wondering about Pittman's end-of-game decision-making, not letting the other team score. Well, he explained that, too. You know, we ran out of timeouts. We couldn't get a play called, couldn't get a play ran. They stood over the ball quite a little, quite, quite a length at times, and I ran out of timeouts at the end. Before somebody asked, did I think about letting them score? Yes, but I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have scored. And we talked about it because I was out of timeouts. And then I decided to come all out and try to jar a fumble. Uh, so we went after them uh, in those last plays. Could we have let them score? Absolutely. We talked about it. I thought our chances would be better off at that point with no timeouts trying to jar jar it loose and or block or miss a field goal. The red zone has been a problem for Arkansas so far this year, but was a problem not getting in the end zone for a touchdown against LSU and could have been the difference in the game. We got down there twice and came away with six points, and both of them I think we had first down. I know one of them we had on the five, and the other one I think was on the eight, and we weren't able to score and come away with three. And then, you know, when we faked the – Field goal down there, I thought we'd score too. And I think we actually kicked a further field goal than what we faked. Uh, but I really thought we needed something to spark us at that point, and, and I thought it would, but it just it didn't work out. K.J. Jefferson was the quarterback for Arkansas. had a great second half, and here's what he had to say as far as what they can take from a game like this. This game right here showed that we have a great amount of potential on our team. Uh, we didn't divide at all when uh, adversity hit us. I mean, we came together, and I mean, you can see on the field that we was all locked in. We was all bought in. We was cheering on defense, defense cheering us on. So it was a real team effort. I mean, we came up short, true enough, but it also showed that the growth and the maturity that we have on our team and that we are, we're, in, we're in a great spot right now. I mean, we just got to do the little things right, penalties and things like that, clean up the uh, mistakes on our part and don't uh, shoot ourselves in the foot. I mean, moving forward, that we know that. So just being able to go uh, take each day, day by day, uh, focus on the small details, and just get back in the win column. Arkansas will be taking on Texas A&M this weekend at 11 a.m. will be kickoff in Arlington, but also the game time for Arkansas and Ole Miss next Saturday has been officially announced. You're going to be having a night game in Oxford, Mississippi. 6.30 Central Time will be the game for Arkansas. It's going to be on the SEC Network, but of course you'll just listen to it right here on 103.7 The Buzz, which will have full coverage for that as well. So looking forward to uh, having a little night game action over there in Oxford, and uh, we'll see how uh, Arkansas can come out, and hopefully they're going in with at least a win to, as Chris Gordy said, stop the bleeding and uh, head into the Rebels. Because you know, as much as those close games have been against LSU, and as stupid as some of the, the mistakes or some of the things that have happened in that A&M game has been, the Arkansas Ole Miss game is always the craziest one of every single year. Where you, I have no idea what to expect. Like, it was a blowout last year that no one expected. Year before that was one of the most insane back-and-forth offensive games you've ever had. Year before that, Matt Corral threw six interceptions somehow. Like, yeah, that game you just never really know. So it could get really weird over there in Oxford at 6.30. But that's the, that's the kickoff time for them. But, it's a game that fans on both sides look forward to every year. Yeah. And, you know, if you're Arkansas... You got to worry about you. Both teams got to worry about this weekend too, because I didn't even see who is Ole Miss playing this weekend. I, I shouldn't know that, but uh, I was curious to see it because I assume it's an SEC team. Uh, I should have looked that up, but uh, I know Arkansas is going to have their hands full with A and M, and I'm sure uh, Ole Miss, whoever they're playing, is going to make sure that they try to take care of business too. But you got to get through this weekend first before the next weekend, and that's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We will take our final break. When we come back, we're going to get to three and outs. Get to all the headlines, storylines, things to get into. Close up shop. Get you ready for drive time sports. It's all next here on Out of Bounds.
AAA in Jacksonville is going beyond the competition to change your current vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan and lease termination program. Regardless of your current financial situation, I swear I will approve everyone. Rates as low as 0% on new Chevrolets. Trade now and terminate your payments until 2024. Get to Guatney now. The loan and lease termination program is this month only at Guatney Chevrolet. 1301 TPY Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. All voices are impersonators, but Guatney's the real thing. Shop Guatney Chevrolet once and you'll be back. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with Arkansas Urology. Chris, it's the 19th annual kickoff to men's health event, this time coming to North Little Rock. Yeah, Trey, we've had a great month, and we're excited to get to our clinic in North Little Rock, 4200 Stockton Drive, on Thursday, September 28th. Gentlemen, 40 and over, it's time for them to get screened, is it not? That's right, and like our CEO, Scott Davis, says you come in for a free screen, and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501-263-0926 for more information sponsored by Baptist Health. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial truck and trailer repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. The case can be made that Clyde Smack Over Scott was the first Razorback legend. This three-time All-Southwest Conference player led the Hogs to their first bowl win, beating William and Mary, by the way, on his way to being the eighth pick in the 1948 NFL Draft, where he would win two NFL championships. Oh, by the way, he was also the silver medalist in the 110-meter hurdles in the 1948 Olympics in London. Absolutely remarkable. Speaking of legendary Arkansas institutions, Double B's has 34 stores across the natural state for your convenience. When you're in a hurry, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Drew Self in Hot Springs or Todd Matthews in Benton for a free insurance review. You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fix that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fix the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT-managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. Their time is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins, because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours, and we are... Boom. Out of here. All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, this was uh, quite... You know, it's more of a visual thing, but I'm sure a lot of people saw it. Uh, the Jets are so bad that even their fans are starting to lose their teeth. Like, uh, I don't know if anyone saw the the viral video there on social media, but essentially it was one of the cuts from the CBS News or CBS Sports of showing 
fans very upset with the performance, especially by Zach Wilson in the offense. When that one of the fans wearing a poncho got so mad dropping expletives that his teeth popped out of his mouth. So, uh, you know, that, that's just how great things are going for the Jets. They, even their fans can't even keep their teeth in their mouth because they're so angry about what the offense has shown. But uh, definitely one of the more humorous moments that happened over the NFL weekend. Derek Carr has a sprained right AC joint, and according to head coach Dennis Allen of the Saints, he says, we're not making any decisions today. We're not ruling anything out. All I can tell you is he's much better today than he was yesterday. We're going to continue to evaluate him. And uh, this injury for quarterbacks, it's more about pain tolerance and ability to function. It's not anything that uh, you make the injury worse. So that's why... Coach Dennis Allen says they're not ruling anything out just yet. It's about if Derek Carr is able to play through the pain more so than anything. Kind of left this one out. I meant to throw him in the worst of the weekend, but the Dallas Cowboys and their performance yesterday against the Arizona Cardinals was less than stellar as they got beat pretty handedly. But uh, Dak Prescott, of course, being the quarterback, uh, he was meeting with the media, and he said something that was uh, a little little interesting, just uh, all things considered. But he said, quote, Y'all put us, talking about the media, y'all put us on top of the world. We know who we are. And in that same sense, I'm sure the media got what they wanted. There's only been one undefeated team in this league ever. Yeah, it sucks. It's humbling. But to say it's a wake-up call when we knew we had a lot of adversity and we just didn't get it done. I think it goes back to myself, the offense, and the red zone. We get better right there. We win this game. We got to fix that area, period. And it's just, I just thought it was humorous because he's like, you know, y'all put us on top of the world and, you know, the media got what they wanted and all this stuff. I'm like, man... I understand that you got to find your motivation somewhere, but then remember that it was your social, your team's social media accounts that kept propping up, hey, the number one defense in the NFL and, and all these things, too. I don't think anybody is putting you on top of the world. It's just a matter of you play for the Dallas Cowboys. You're the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. That comes with the territory. When you're really good, you're going to get hyped up, and when you're not so good, people are going to get tear you down. But that's just part of it, uh, so I'm sure he'll learn from it, too, but... Uh, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting comment from Dak Prescott. I'm like, man, if you play for the Cowboys, you should know all about that stuff. After the weekend, and of course there are two football games tonight for Monday Night Football, four undefeated teams in the NFL and five winless teams. Tonight, the Bucks and Eagles are two of those undefeated teams that play each other. So one of it, it's going to be one less undefeated team. And then the Rams, Bengals, the Bengals are winless. So they'll have a chance to... Uh, get into the win category and separate themselves from being one of those winless teams. But right now, four undefeated teams and five winless teams in the NFL. Just out of curiosity, which team do you think goes the longest before they lose of those to, and undefeated teams? I guess, was it the Dolphins, the Eagles, uh, Bucks, and 49ers? It'd be a matter of the schedule, but because uh, yeah. the Dolphins... They look good. They play the Bills next, and that's going to be a tough game. Yeah, and I'd have to look at that. But I always find it fascinating. Who's the final team standing without a loss? There's only four of them left. Uh, speaking of the NFL, though, it was a really cool moment uh, with we know Nick Chubb suffering that really bad injury and being out for the season for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, just uh, really unfortunate. But the Browns were able to take care of business yesterday, and what they got a nice win, and Sean Watson looked a lot crisper. Well, Kevin Stefanski said that he drove personally – to see Nick Chubb and to hand him and deliver him the game ball from Sunday. So a uh, really cool moment there. I know that the game balls are always important and after the games, but the fact that the head coach personally drove it over to him to deliver it to him after his uh, season-ending injury was a really cool thing and one of the reasons why I have a lot of respect for Kevin Stefanski. Super Bowl halftime with it being announced as far as the performance by Apple Music. It's going to be Usher and... The thing about not not just the announcement for the Super Bowl performance, but the promos for it, there were several of them, which featured calls with Usher on one end, Kim Kardashian on one end, Coach Prime, Odell Beckham Jr., Marshawn Lynch, and uh, it'll probably take a while before you're able to see all of the promos unless you go online just to watch them all, but the one with Marshawn Lynch is, is pretty funny. Wasn't he uh, part of the halftime show when it was like Black Eyed Peas? One year, like him and like Slash, I think, randomly showed up. From He may have been a part of it. Yeah, I thought that that was the year. I feel like he's been in some regard. I don't think he was the main act, but uh, but yeah, I like Usher, so that's, hopefully there's a good one, and hopefully there's uh, some uh, more uh, cameos from other artists. Uh, also, the thing in with the Jets, and I keep bringing them up, but uh, it was kind of a Bush League thing from Mac Jones. You know, I, I don't really care for Mac Jones all that much, but uh, there was a vitriol reaction during a really 
a tough play there on short yardage where Mac Jones snuck the ball and a first down, but then Sauce Gardner kind of lost his mind on him, picked and threw him down and kind of caused this whole thing. And everybody was wondering what in the world's going on. Like, uh, what happened to have him react that way? And people were wondering, oh, maybe he's just being over-emotional and maybe it's frustration. Well, apparently, after looking at more videos and hearing it from Sauce Gardner, Sauce claims that Mac Jones intentionally hit him in the groin, and which prompted him to do what he did by shoving him down. Uh, Gardner said, quote, I do have to ice up. He's trying to stop me from having kids in my future. And uh, that's why he reacted the way he did, which if that's the case, and it certainly looks like it's the video, I feel you, Sauce. I'm on your team for that. There's not a lot of things you can do as a man to the man in a football thing, but that's one of the things should be off limits. Mac Jones should know better. Yankees manager Aaron Boone was asked if he plans to return or if he thinks he's going to return to the club next year. His contract runs through 2024. There's a club option 2025. He says, no, I don't worry about it. It's out of my hands. I'm completely comfortable with who I am and the things that I can control. My job in my mind is to do everything headed into the offseason to prepare us to compete for a championship. That's what the goal is, and until they take that away, that's my focus. So uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde, they were together for uh, many years, and of course they broke up, got divorced, but they have kids, and you know about divorces and how that goes and some of the things that come along with it. Well, this is according to source that uh, Jason Sudeikis has to has allegedly agreed to pay his ex $27,500 per month in child support for their two kids, Otis at nine years old and Daisy at six years old. This settlement, which comes nearly two years after the exes entered into the legal battle, is said to be based on Sudeikis' estimated 2023 income of $10.5 million and Wild's income estimated of $500,000. Now, see that, and it's all about percentages and everything, but I don't know. Hopefully that those two kids can live off of that $27,500 a month you know, if you always think that you got a bad in child support, it could be a lot worse. You could be Jason Sudeikis uh, putting over that type of money. But, hey, that's what happens when uh, kids are involved in some of these divorces, too. Hulk Hogan got married for a third time over the weekend. His wife's name is Sky Daly. She's 45 years old. He's 70. A source close to the couple said it was a low-key wedding. Neither of them wanted anything over the top, just a small affair. But they're nearest and dearest to declare their deep love and commitment to each other. Let me guess. She's built and she's blonde. Is that kind of what it's about? Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. That seems like that's the norm. Seems like he has a type. Seems like he has a type. There Everybody too. does. Yeah. Uh, so something in Hollywood that has been going on, of course, with the rider strike. Still don't really care about it. But I, bring it up all the time. Still makes me mad. Doesn't matter. The reported news from Peacock is that they're rebooting The Office sitcom. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. The show ended like five minutes ago. Stop trying to redo this stuff. The, the original showrunner, Greg Daniels, is coming back, but far as the cast don't really know but just so annoying why they try to reboot everything lenny kravitz is now on tiktok and for the first tiktok that he put out he says grab your big scarf it's the first day of fall so he's celebrating hmm. fall being here and we know that he's known for wearing those giant scarves and it was a good image for his first video appreciate everybody listening in to out of bounds today for joe franklin i am john neighbor same sports show same sports channel tomorrow afternoon you better stay tuned though folks because we got drive time sports coming up next Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro.